All right, welcome to the podcast. Here's the recap of Sunday, March 25th. So it was a pretty busy day yesterday for me, uh, not from a meeting standpoint, but um, I was just working all day. If you rewind a couple days ago, if you haven't listened, that'll give you a bit more context for what I was doing over the weekend and my strategy. But in general, I was splitting up Saturday for marketing stuff and Sunday for uh, sales kind of items. So yesterday was supposed to be uh, mainly focused on sales, but I ended up getting pulled into a few a few things that were non-sales related. This seems to happen quite a bit to me is where I kind of block off time in my calendar to do some more uh, time-consuming um, or tasks that require me to be a bit more heads down on things. You know, for, for example, I wanted I blocked off a couple hours for working on sales operations, and then a couple hours for creating some some templates for divisions to uh, put information in to report to me, so that I had the information that I. I needed, but but then I got pulled in a bunch of different directions by by different things that were happening throughout the day. You know, for example, we sent out the newsletter yesterday, but I ended up having to spend a couple hours tidying that up. And uh, you know, that seems to happen where I end up not having time for a lot of things because I get pulled by so many different people on the team and so many different things that come up in different directions. And uh, it gets frustrating because then I don't have time to actually get these bigger items done that need to get done. And it's something I'm struggling with because I'm just finding there's not enough time in the day. And so I need to change something here. Um, pretty tired right now. Uh, you can probably hear it, hear it in my voice. I went to bed around 1 a.m. because I was just there was just so much to get done. You know, I had a backlog of uh, yesterday almost 100 emails that I got through. There is a bunch of sales stuff, a bunch of just bunch of work. The actual details, you know, I don't know if they're as, as important as like kind of these these feelings that I'm sharing right now. So we'll just go with this. And so I realized something needs to to change a bit here because it's. Um, there's only one of me and there's only so many hours in the day and I haven't set things up really well to work really well without me um, is kind of the issue. And, and I've known this and I'm working on improving it, but I, it's just going to take some time. And so I'm working really hard right now trying to get out of this position. I don't know if that's the right way to even think about it, like spend more time working to put in processes and systems so that then I can not be in this situation. I'm not really sure. I'm a little unsure exactly how to how to get out of this, but the one thing I do know is that, or the one thing that my, my tendency, my natural tendency is to, to work, work harder to try and figure it out, which is interesting. I even tweeted about this yesterday. I said, something I've been struggling with lately is the pull between my work ethic serving me and halting me at the same time. I started developing a ridiculous work ethic when I was 12, it served me well and has let me achieve more than others. Without a crazy work ethic, there's no chance Jack is where it is today. 
but is there a point where it makes sense to pause and step away for a bit? Can it amplify the work ethic? My default is always work more. Is that always the right answer? When is it and when is it not? So that's a question I posed yesterday. And really, I put it on, on Twitter. Twitter's becoming this like real-time diary almost for me. But uh, Elizabeth, that's also a question for you. Well, let's chat about that later. So I had some comments there, you know. So anyways, it's something I'm trying to figure out and struggle with, but I realize just more and more each day that the company is not set up to really run without me. I'm, I'm very much of a of a blocker on things or, or kind of a, a crucial point where without me, the system breaks and that's not a good thing. And I actually also uh, commented on that. I said, in the early years of Jacked, I loved that the business relied on me. Without it, it would die. I thought that it was a good sign. Now, I love each time a process, system, or framework is put in place to make Jack less reliant on me. Being reliant on me is a weakness, not a strength. We're getting there. Not that yet, but working very hard to be. Definitely less less reliant on me than before, but still have a ways to go. People, process, and systems are greater than me, the individual. So... That's another comment that I had yesterday. These are just some thoughts that I had. The other thought, you know, that I kind of rambled out, out about is, and and this is interesting. I, I touched on this yesterday as well. So if you were with me listening to the podcast yesterday, you might have might have heard something like this. But here here's what I wrote because it's something that I get asked a lot by people outside the company, people inside the company, kind of everywhere. So I was like, let me just throw my kind of quick thoughts out. I said, uh, and it's about building products within an agency. There you go. With running an agency, yes, we technically can design and build any digital product we want because obviously we, we do this for our customers. But spinning out our own product business is not as simple as it seems. We have work we do for our customers, and that takes priority. We make money right now because customers pay the agency, and then the agency pays our employees. No one works for free at Jack. Everyone needs to get paid. We are funded by the profits of the business, and that's it, right? No outside funding. We, we rely on the profits of the business. We don't have excess funds to invest in products right now because any profits we have are put back into the business to grow the agency. Why? Because we are focused on growing the agency, but we are exploring things like joint venture, revenue shares, etc. as this intermediary kind of step and a way to have nonlinear growth. And at some point, yes, I do believe that we will spin out our own products because yes, we can build anything we want because we have an amazing team of people. I just don't know what it is. Timing has to be right. There's a lot that goes into running the agency and that's what I'm trying to reveal by kind of documenting all of this. It's, you know, people on the sidelines and I don't blame them. I mean, I, I thought this too. When I started, when I first started the, the agency, I was like, oh, it's going to be so easy. I'm just going to, I'm going to funnel money into consulting to use to build out my product business and voila, I'm going to have it. It's so easy. 37 Signals did it. They built Basecamp. Uh, the team that built Heroku did it. You know, da da da, right? It's not, it's not easy. Those are one-off scenarios that are not the norm whatsoever. And there's an element of timing and luck but i mean they were great amazing you know business people behind it but it's it's not it's not easy right how many agencies are are there that have tried it that haven't succeeded no one talks about those people only talk about the ones that that did it like so uh until you've actually run an agency i i 
I'm not sure if you you under I mean because I didn't this is just you know literally speaking from experience here I didn't realize how hard it actually was especially when you're self-funded right the money in the business is generated by profits from the business and that needs to be used to grow the agency grow up the team etc and spinning out a product right uh, requires not just building designing and building it but actually having someone running it right when we work with companies when we work with startups right there's someone else running the startup right we don't run the startup for them right there's a lot of marketing that goes into it sales etc that sure we help people with it but we don't we aren't the focal point of it right and uh, without that it's very hard to to build the real business that applies to both the service business and a product business clearly i mean look at look at our company that things i'm sharing right now these are the reasons why it's so difficult you have to find you know you have to have someone leading everything so anyways i was sharing my thoughts and it was interesting then a couple hours later someone on the team um, Ricardo, head of engineering, he spent some time over the weekend putting together thoughts on how we could turn, how we could have some nonlinear growth, specifically around building some products, etc. And he, he put some thoughts together. And so I, I hadn't, I haven't read all the way through it. I just glanced at it and I was like, okay, this is timely because I was literally thinking about it this morning. That's why I tweeted about it. And he's put together a couple, couple pages about his thoughts. So I'm really excited to, to, um, to hear them because this is something that I want to solve for. I have a lot of different ideas on different businesses that spin out, not just product businesses, by the way, not just SaaS businesses, service businesses, uh, a lot of different things that I want to use this company to end up doing. And we have some really smart people in the room now who I think can help figure out some of this stuff. So I'm really excited to see Ricardo's thoughts. I just haven't been able to figure it out myself yet, right? But that's that's why I'm bringing amazing people into the onto the team with me to work with me to help figure out how to grow this thing, right? I don't have to just do it myself. I used to think I had to have all the answers myself, realizing I don't. Um, so I'm really excited to see what Ricardo put together. I need to just spend some time reading through that. And just on that note, Ricardo, great, great addition to the team. Very good. I mean, I, I've known him for years. And I knew how, how good he was, but I haven't, and I've worked with him in the past, right? But not dated, not, not as, as constant. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for, for the next year and, and seeing what, uh, see, see how he can, uh, um, help the business so anyways that's a quick note so yeah touched on that kind of things a lot of thoughts in my head yesterday then i was diving in doing, doing some i was i was then spending a bit, a bit of extra time to make my life a bit easier with some automation that i was putting in i uh i connected uh twitter facebook and email to slack so i can manage everything through slack i want to be on twitter facebook and and email and it linkedin basically everywhere i need to be messaging but like if i have one portal that would be great. And so I connected that. Now I use Slack. Let's see how that goes. I think I'll be tweeting a lot more. Over the weekend, I spent a bunch of time on Twitter and, and I've, I'm actually going to go all in on Twitter now. Twitter's like, you know, for me, I'm like, shit, Twitter's great. I mean, the people I've, I've been interacting with over the weekend um, are big. Like, you know, now I'm, you know, interacting with the CMO of Samsung and, you know, just because Twitter's like, Everyone is on Twitter and there's no freaking, you know, boundaries, right? I've just been participating in the community, tweeting at people, replying to people, running polls. Polls have been interesting. I've had a few hundred people reply to my, uh, rep- reply to my polls this weekend. And what I've done is I spent 10 bucks, 10 or 20 bucks each time promoting them. So I'm getting a few hundred, few hundred, uh, replies. So the last poll I did yesterday, which was, um, 
which industry or group will benefit most from blockchain? I tweeted it out and then I boosted it to people who are interested in blockchain. And my options were finance, healthcare, governments, and refugees. Um, 40% said finance, 20% said healthcare, 30% said government, 10% said refugees. There was about 250 votes. It's pretty cool having that many people interact. And uh, the day before, I I did a couple polls as well. I'm not sure if I recapped them yesterday, so I'm just going to do it again. But I said, which is your favorite, Twitter, LinkedIn, or Instagram? And this I was just doing to like test, like see if people actually vote. Turns out almost 500 people voted. 84% said Twitter. And then I also did one that was a bit more meaningful to me because I was just curious. I said, which technology are you most excited about over the next five years? And I boosted this, promoted this to entrepreneurs, I believe. And 50, 49%, so almost 50% said artificial intelligence. 23 said augmented reality. 15% said blockchain. And 13% said voice. It's very interesting. I thought uh, people were going to say blockchain. But uh, artificial intelligence, um, and then augmented reality. It's interesting. Over the next five years, maybe that's why. So, anyways, um, I'm going to get more involved on Twitter. You know, Twitter's an amazing place. This is actually how uh, I got introduced to Seth, who is now a designer on our team, through Twitter. This guy named Andreas, who uh, at the time I, I believe he was leading engineering, head of engineering at Product Hunt. He, he had tweeted saying, "Hey, we have a, we have this great great designer who's who's done some work for us, who's who's looking for his next next gig." Anyone want an intro? So I just replied to him. Mind you, I never met Andreas from Product Hunt or Head of Engineering, right? But sent him a DM, said, hey, I'm, you know, interested. Or, or I sent him a tweet or, or whatever it was. Probably couldn't even DM him because he didn't follow me or whatever. Um, but then he was nice enough. He responded and, and he sent me his information. Then I got in touch with Seth. Now Seth is part of the team. Freaking Twitter. Amazing, right? Um, kind of insane. So out of Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter... For, for me, I'm, I think Twitter is actually really where things some magic is going to happen this year. So I'm going to go all in on Twitter to engage with people. And, and I'm going to spend a bit of money on it each day. You know, maybe 50 bucks a day just on different, you know, at least 10 bucks a day on promoted tweets. Maybe more. Promoting just other materials, right? Just because uh, building up my following, I think, is going to be really important. So, you know, my thoughts on Instagram. So is just uh, it's it's... You know, there's some interesting connections, but it's not, they're not great for at least where I'm at now, like the thing, the people I'm trying to meet, what I'm trying to do, you know, I'm meeting great people, right? But, but just the, it's a little bit more, I don't know, vanity with the images and all that. I'm still going to be posting on Instagram. It gives a nice behind the scenes look into my day, which is good. But the type of people I'm able to interact with on, on Twitter and find aren't necessarily on Instagram. So I'm going to be playing both, but I'm going more all in on Twitter. I think I'm going to go a bit more in on LinkedIn than I have in the past. And then Facebook, I'm not sure on. Just the, I, I want to watch my wording. It's not about the quality of people. It's like the type of people that are on Twitter, just not on Facebook, LinkedIn, or, or they're maybe on LinkedIn, but not on Facebook and Instagram. And those are the type of people right now I really want to be able to find and target. And they're not just like sitting around on, on Instagram necessarily all day, but they are sitting around on Twitter all day. So if I'm there on that platform engaging with them, and, and striking up conversations. Plus, everyone's talking about things like because you can follow people that are really interested in the things you're you want to discuss and that you actually want to talk about. So, talking about emerging technology and blockchain and voice and right, those conversations aren't necessarily you know you're not having conversations on on Instagram necessarily. You're you're posting a picture and, and doing that or on LinkedIn. Um, I mean, LinkedIn is a whole different story. Then you have Facebook, which you know 
it's not really meant for those use cases. Now, with Facebook, I might do some some community building around creating a Facebook group. I might do a Slack community. So I don't know, we'll see. But I know Sunday was supposed to be more about sales, but I ended up thinking a lot about marketing as well, which was um, interesting. I also thought about more about podcasts. And I think, here's just an idea. I think I want to do a, a full podcast just on blockchain and really establish ourselves as a leader in the space. And I was going to do one on emerging technology and cover all different ones. I think I'm just going to go on on blockchain. I, I just, I really believe blockchain has a, has a chance to change the game five to 10 years from now. And I kind of want to go in blockchain and crypto, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But anyways, that's, that's what I'm thinking. And then I did do a lot of sales stuff. I don't want to detract from that. I did a lot of sales work. Uh, a lot of it's follow-ups, emails, nurturing relationships, getting things ready. It's a big week. Uh, last week of the the month, really need to close close a couple couple deals to hit our hit our quarterly numbers. A lot of big deals in the pipeline. You know, I just don't I don't know if the time's gonna work. We were supposed to close in new business. Uh, the target was three hundred fifty thousand in in completely new business. Now in upsell business, we've done hundreds of thousands. You know, a lot more. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but. We've done a lot in upsell business, which is has been great. But in new business, I wanted to close 350k uh, last week because we we lost a deal in the final stages. That would have been uh, helpful. We've so we've done about a hundred, a little over 100k in, in new new business. A ton in repeat. That's why we're still okay for now. But we have I don't know a million in kind of like the final stages right now. And it's just a matter of timing. Like, is are we going to be able to close everything before the end of the month, which is literally in you know a handful of days, or basically the rest of this week we have? I'm not sure. So that's the focus. We need to push on on that to get some to get some things done. So we'll see. There's one really big deal that's over half a million that I won't I can't give details on but that one we've been working on which is is almost there I I don't think it will actually get signed today unfortunately I think it will get signed the week the week after maybe the week after that but I'm at least I'm optimistic about that getting signed because we really really need to get that one done before uh you know within the next couple weeks so it can start in, in May but right now I'm not I'm not feeling 100% like we can actually hit this 350 target because we we essentially need to close $250,000 in in business. We have the deals there. I just don't know if we can get them over the finish line this week. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to really think about this when I'm, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of things we could have done differently in the last quarter. Uh, I'm glad I'm going away. I'm going away to Miami in a week. Going to spend that that week after the quarter closes just in Miami. Um getting away from the city, going to really do some thinking. And one thing I'm going to be thinking about is this, you know, the sales, you know, uh, and, and making it better, the process. And really at a high level, it's not just about the sales. It's really, I'm trying to really architect this whole, you know, business and company. It's really just one big system and really, really thinking about how everything works together and how to, how to, fix some of the things I'm talking about now, you know, not get pulled in a million directions. What can I do? Uh, how do I make sure we're good both in the short term and the long run? You know, if I turn my focus because someone needs help over here, then it, this, this part suffers. How do I prevent that from, from happening? Right? So for example, if we need a, if we need help with hiring and I jump in to help there, then I'm not helping with sales. And right now sales can't run without me. And you know, so different, 
I'm just getting pulled in a lot of directions and I'm, and I need to take a step back and, and think about it. So anyways, those are my thoughts from yesterday. And, uh, oh, and, and the last thought that I had was I was really thinking about this. I was talking with Sasha about this. I, I now use her as a thought partner on, on some things. And one thing we were talking about is the assistant. And I've tried out two executive assistants that haven't worked out, unfortunately. And I think now her and I were talking that almost the responsibilities, and because a lot of it, why it didn't work out was because I wasn't clear on the responsibilities on what needed to get done. And I think we, we've, we've now come to a good little point, at least our next iteration is actually hiring two people. One that is a personal assistant and one that's an executive assistant. The difference being the personal assistant takes care of my personal life, makes sure everything is good. You know, every, everything from uh, basically anything personal that I just uh, don't have time for, but that, that makes a difference, right? Everything literally from cleaning the apartment, um, doing, doing the dishes, cooking, um, cleaning, taking the dogs for walks, um, booking travel, you know, for Miami, uh, booking... Uh, dinners, just anything and everything personal that needs to get done, you know, shopping for clothes, you know, uh, picking up furniture that we need, you know, there's just a lot. And now that Sasha's, you know, working, I mean, she's, she's been working a lot, building up her, her, her business and also helping Jack. Uh, she doesn't have time for it either. She used to be able to, to do a lot of this stuff. She doesn't have time either. And so we're going to find someone to focus on all of that, essentially help us with our, our personal life and uh, we'll be helping Sasha as well. And uh, and then the second person who's focused on like my business life, you know, things like registering people in the system before they, they you know, uh, arrive at, at our building, managing my, my transportation throughout the day, making sure I have food and so I'm eating during the day when, when the personal assistant is not there, helping me with things like, you know, I'm, I'm diagramming, you know, what can I show you guys here? It's like, you can't really see all this, but I'm like, diagramming flows and stuff and I need them transcribed into to nice documents um, that kind of thing or you know there's a lot of, a lot of things on my list like that that if I could just tell someone you know email templates that I want to create that I just don't have time to like sit down for two hours and do but I could just spit out to someone and they could document it that'd be great following up with people on the team right about things you know uh, just essentially being you know an extension of me <clears throat> it's kind of what I want where I can just tell them, hey, X, Y, and Z, or responding to emails for me, or, or sorting my emails, or there's just so many things that if I if I could just have leverage, right, where someone else, there's an extension of me doing, you know, 40 hours a week of just stuff that I know needs to get done, you know, managing my personal CRM, I can't spend, I mean, I could, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to spend half hour to an hour a day updating that, right? If I could just tell someone or, or have someone do it, that would be great, you know, sending, um, handwritten cards to people, you know, there's just a lot of things d- throughout the day that are just, I'm not the only one that can do and, and someone else could do, both from a personal standpoint and executive assistant standpoint. And I'm willing to pay, you know, it's going to be a combined six figures worth of, of money that I'm giving out between the two, which seems a little crazy to think about that I would, you know, looking back six years ago, and this is really the mindset shift I need to have is, um, yes, I'm willing to spend over $100,000 um, to hire a couple people to help free up more of my time because it's that 100000 I will be able to turn into three, four, five hundred, I don't know, seven figures. That's my thought, right? It will, it will let me uh, amplify my time on more meaningful, not, not more meaningful, more value-add tasks, right? Those, those things are very meaningful, but value-add that only I can do, that's where I need to focus. So it's a mindset shift. Um, and you can even see it last night. I stopped by 
the grocery store, which I usually don't do with Sasha. And uh, uh, you can see a, a slight sh- uh, shift in Sasha's thinking too, because the grocery, the guy at the grocery store, he's like, "Why are you buying hard-boiled eggs uh, that are peeled?" She's like, "Cause it, it takes too long to to do them." And he's like, "But they cost more than normal eggs." She's like, "Yeah, but it it takes too long." He's like, "It's only twenty minutes," and it's it's twenty minutes. Right there's a mindset shift that happens as, and she's she's starting to see it now because she's working on building her her business up. Is that time time is the most valuable thing. That's what you can't get back. And if you can pay to free up your time so that right because you have 20 minutes, the 20 minutes isn't going to change. What are you going to do? Boil eggs, or are you going to um, work on your business? Right um, in 20 minutes, are you going to fold the laundry, or are you going to work on the business? Are you going to cook or are you going to work on the business? Are you going, right? It's always a trade-off. You can do this or that, this or that. Now, you get to choose, right? I'm not saying which one is better or not, right? But for me, I'm like, do I want to spend an hour cleaning the apartment and doing the dishes? No, I'd rather be, you know, working on the business. So I've just decided that and I'm willing to pay now to free up my time so that I can I can do more of what I want to do, right? What's the point of, building this 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 business and and it actually making money if I'm not going to then reinvest it in my in 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 the company which I'm doing heavily and myself you know and people investing in people to then free up my time even more right so that we can do more I have a lot to achieve in this world and in in my life and I need I need help and some of it is in the form of freeing up my time more because that's the one thing that I will never get back it's it's time so I'm I'm going to work to free up my time more. So on that note, I got shit to do. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day.